Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Six minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? How's your week going? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Where do we begin? Well, let's start with politics. Um, well, first off, you know, I, I watching Joe Biden, uh, first off that this homeless thing was kind of trippy, wasn't it? I ain't got no home, man. They're working on my Rehoboth home. I can't go anywhere. Uh, dude's on vacation more than he's not. And when he's not on vacation, he's, he's running his mouth about this great economy that we have right now. What a great, did you know that we're living in the greatest American economy, economy ever? You know, just ever, ever, man. Okay, uh, you know uh, that that last guy. I think I was. I think that's what he said over the. That last guy. You know, he left office with more people out of work than anybody else. Bell, not a joke, man. It's the God's honest truth, man. Well, that last guy lost a lot of jobs because uh, of that little pandemic-y thing, which you guys are trying to roll out for, uh, you know, the sequel, because uh, you got an election, an election to cheat, you know? A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people when Donald Trump got out of office were, were out of work. Yeah, odd that. But, you know, people aren't so, well, they say people aren't so stupid, but uh, the people who know, who are following, uh, who, are, who are paying attention, who are lining up all the dots, remember paying under two dollars uh, a gallon of gas. We had the best economy before the pandemic. We had the greatest economy ever. In this, we actually did in this country. And Trey just rolled it out a few minutes ago on Where and Rima. He's absolutely right. We 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 talked about this at the time. In that Trump. Yeah, and this is what galls me. Okay, it, 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 we had a great economy before the pandemic because Trump did what three things? Uh, first off, tax cuts, and they were across the board tax cuts. It just it was it wasn't just tax cuts for his rich friends. It was everybody got a tax break who pays taxes. He uh, gave some tax breaks to business, to you know, corporations. You say the C word, and people immediately think of multi-billion-dollar companies and guy, white guys just sitting on stacks of cash. But he rolled back some taxes on business, uh, and uh, which incentivized business at that time to do what? First off, first off, in the early days of the Trump uh, presidency, what did you see? You, you saw companies that had their operations overseas because they they didn't have to pay as much taxes, uh, pay as much in taxes. There weren't, there wasn't the regulation problems they have here. And so Trump rolls back some taxes on corporate America. And wow, if you remember correctly, they started bringing their operations back here and like opening up plants and stuff. So Americans can do stuff and get paid to do it. So he rolled back taxes for everybody. He rolled back some taxes, gave some additional tax breaks to 
businesses in this country, and he rolled back regulations. Arbitrary regulations that government layers on top of business owners to justify their freaking existence and to keep their money river flowing. He rolled back some of those regs, and wow, boom shakalaka, we had an ass-kicking economy. Why, why do you think Joe Biden's been losing African Americans and Hispanics and women uh, since he got into office? Because, wow, African Americans, Hispanics, and women had jobs <laughs> when Trump was, uh, was rocking it, man. And, uh, you know, that, that's the. It, it, what galls me is that what Trump did, frankly, was pretty easy. It wasn't too complex. Yeah, it, it was a fairly easy concept if you allow the wheels of the free market system to, to do what they do, which is innovate, sell stuff, products and services. They make some money. They have a little bit more in their profit margin, so they can do what? Expand their freaking businesses. Hire more people to do stuff. Incentivize hiring people with uh, employment packages, right? Bonus packages. People were making more money. People were getting hired. And not because he he rolled out some very complicated or complex or convoluted economic plan. I mean, if you could explain Joe Biden's economic plan to me, I'd love to hear it. Because I have yet to hear a single sentient being explain what his economic plan is. Trump's was very simple, right? Give everybody a tax break, give the free market system a tax break, roll back some of these regulations that are hampering innovation and production, and wow, you have a great freaking economy. Open up the spigot on our own energy uh, producers, let people drill, get the contracts going, get the drilling operations going, uh, produce some energy, and we're, we're paying next to nothing for a gallon of gas. My point being, this wasn't involved or complex this wasn't brain surgery so why don't other presidents do it why why does this country ever in a sense go through the economic hardships that we're going through right now it's not necessary okay george walker bush rolled back some taxes that's about all he did obama didn't do anything in that regard quite the opposite Most of the regulations that Donald Trump rolled back were Obama-era regulations on energy production and crap like that. And Again, my my point is, it is actually very easy and doesn't require much to provide or to provide the opportunity for this country to enjoy an ass-kicking economy. And the fact is, most presidents don't do it. Joe Biden has done precisely the opposite. And I don't know if you heard it or not, but hearing Joe Biden talking about rich people paying taxes just makes me want to vomit, man. Well, hey, uh, yeah, you can still be a millionaire or a billionaire. Just pay your taxes. <laughs> That's all we're asking. Pay your fair share. Sir, does your son pay his fair share? Does anybody in your family tree pay their fair share? Anybody in Congress pay their fair share? Any liberal Democrat senators pay their fair share? Do you pay your fair share? That makes me want to barf, man. So, you know, I, uh, th- there's the political, uh, my political, my deep political analysis for the day. 
Okay, it really doesn't take much to get this economy going in this country. And predominantly because of who we are. That's going bye-bye. I'm, I'm not trying to bum you out here at the front end, front end of the show. But I, I, was, you know, I was watching a TV show with my wife. It's one of her favorite shows. And it's actually fairly good for the most part. It's called Lioness. I think it's called Special Ops Lioness. And it's about black ops people. And this story kind of focuses on women. It, 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 uh, Nicole Kidman is in this movie. Zoe uh, Saldana, whatever her name is. And it's actually a really good show. But still, the liberal pukishness kind of pokes through. Uh, I'm watching the season finale yesterday with my wife. Now, she's followed it all the way through. I haven't. But Morgan Freeman, I, I'm, I, I'm not, he doesn't play the president, but he plays uh, someone in the cabinet. And uh, uh, in, the, in the course of the series, it's about assassinating this guy, this Iranian guy or whatever he is, uh, who is an international banker who provides money to terrorists. He, he basically writes loans for terrorism. And so the idea is we've got to take this guy out, and then we close down at least one revenue source for the bad guys. That's the mission. That's what the whole series, the idea of the series is this one mission, to take this guy out. And uh, they take him out. I mean, uh, sorry for the spoiler if you're watching the show and haven't seen it yet. I just did that, didn't I? Well, anyway. Uh, and they're, they're talking about how this guy was allowed to continue his business because we make money selling the oil. Other people make money. He he would sell oil to people, to countries, to terrorist organizations. And Morgan's Freeman, Morgan Freeman's character, you know, they're all going crazy on these black ops people after this is done because they haven't done anything about evil oil in the world. And Morgan Freeman's character says, we're trying to, we do this when we're trying to wean people off of fossil fuels. And that one line just stuck in my brain because there's a window into this collective soul, if you will, of the socialists and the weirdos and the bad guys in this country. Okay, when did it become government's job to wean us off of anything? The, the goal is to wean the little people off of fossil fuels, which currently is the best, most efficient way to power stuff that we need. But you and I need to be weaned off it. <laughs> well, Donald Trump understood, you know, what a, what a piece of crap that is. Uh, we, we, we're energy independent under the Trump administration, which means, wow, we didn't need oil from bad guys. We didn't, didn't need to import oil from bad guys. We didn't need to enrich any bad guys because we needed their energy, their petroleum, their, their oil, their whatever. Actually, you know, life on planet Earth was a lot better when Americans were producing energy for the world instead of the opposite. So that's where we are politically and economically. It's a bunch of crap, and I, I don't know. I hope we can turn all this stuff around, but we'll see. I, I believe, and maybe you agree, disagree. Call me up, 210-599-5555. I, I pretty much think that the next year in this country will determine whether this country continues as is or in its original form. The next year is going to determine everything, man. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected.
And we're back 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I got the funniest thing to tell you. It's also the coolest thing. Now, first and foremost, thanks to everybody who uh, came by uh, on Saturday afternoon uh, uh, to Spirits of Texas and Bandera. We did a poetry reading. It was very cool. Got to meet a lot of folks and saw some old friends, and it, it really went well. And I, I really I appreciate you all coming out there. But we were, after we left Bandera, and I, I, I've driven 16 through Bandera a thousand times over the past 12 years. Uh, and uh, we just noticed a new store uh, on our what I call our side of uh, Bandera when you're driving up there from San Antonio. There's you know a couple of strip malls just outside of town, and <laughs> my wife and I were driving to uh, Bandera and we saw something. We're like, no, we didn't just see that. And so after the gig, we're we're driving home, and we pulled in. There is a Trump store. Just outside of Bandera Tech. Well, I guess it's probably technically inside of Bandera. It's only been open for a couple of months. It is a store called The Trump Store. They have on their sign that says The Trump Store. They have, we, we watched Tombstone. Remember Tombstone? Kirk, Doug, uh, Kirk, Kirk Russell as Wyatt Earp. And there's that famous scene where he's holding up the double barrel going, You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me. They superimpose Trump's face over that image of Kurt Russell as as Wyatt Earp. Stop it. I'm totally serious, dude. That's the Trump genius. store. That's genius. And yes, you go in and they they you know, it's just this couple that owns the place. It's all Trump gear. There's a whole lot of Biden sucks stuff. If you want to buy some Biden sucks stuff, they sold white privilege cards. They're cards you can buy <laughs> that you can keep in your wallet. Obviously, mocking the whole idea of white privilege. But on Wednesday, they get the mug shot. They don't have the official. We bought a couple of shirts with Trump on them, but they're actually getting the mug shot this week, and so they're going to roll out a bunch of whole a bunch of new merch featuring the mug shot. But dude. It's a freaking Donald Trump store. It only sells stuff that has Trump's face on it or it's stuff he said. It's hilarious, man. And the, the couple, we, we went in there just because we were curious. And uh, there's a, a couple that owns the place. First off, they're both packing. <laughs> My wife and I came out. Did you see the owner uh, had a sidearm? I'm like, yeah, his wife did too behind the cash register. But they, they apparently they own. I can't remember if they said New Mexico. They they've had a store for about a year, and they've made so much money. They've opened up new stores, and so they have. It's right outside of Bandera. You see it on your left, okay? When you're driving in, it's unmistakable. It's a freaking Donald Trump store. And my wife and I were talking. When is the last time, if ever, that you remember? either a former president having a store that existed just to sell stuff to promote that per it's i've never it's never happened before man it's a freaking store that sells donald trump merch the trump store and we went in there it was saturday you know i don't know around 4:30 or 5 on a saturday afternoon okay there was nobody else at any of the other places in this strip mall but there were it was 
Yeah, Saturday. It was filled on, with people. On Labor Day weekend. On Labor Day weekend. When people are supposed to be just chilling and hanging out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, that's one of the reasons why we did the poetry thing is we wanted to, you know, it's a holiday weekend. Let's get some people in here. And no other business in that strip mall was doing anything, and there was maybe half a dozen people in there when we walked in there. And everybody's laughing their ass off. Everybody is just walking around, looking at the stuff. Shot glasses, the, you know, obviously bumper stickers and T-shirts. But there's all kinds of cool crap in there, and it's all Donald Trump stuff. So if, if, you hadn't, if you're happy to be, uh, you know, heading out of town, going up towards the hill country, and you're on 16, Don Morgan, you, you, you'll be a huge, uh, uh, you know, client. I was telling you, there's, there's a freaking Donald Trump store. Just outside of Bandera, when you're driving, we didn't see it till Saturday. And I'm going to be a huge client. Well, they might sell the funny, Donald, but they might sell the Donald Trump toupee, Don. Oh, yeah, well, we'll see you how go. you are. Hey, you know what? I'll take one. Uh, Donald Trump shaving cream. I'm yeah. just it's it's a Donald Trump store, right? And that's all they sell. And you know they're making hand they're making money Look, hand over fist, man. Do you remember leading up to this last election, you would find these pop up. They, they would have these little markets on the side of the road. Little, yeah, road markets. Where, where people would would sell flags and what have you. Well, with Trump stuff and you know the FJB flags and what have you. You know, right? They're, they're well, they had the. But this is a store. It's a brick and mortar store, and it's brilliant, man. Yeah. But don't cause any trouble because both the owners are armed. <laughs> you walk in there, they're both, they both got the, the Glock hanging off their hip, you know. But uh, just, you know, I, I said I have never lived in stranger times than in the times in which we live now. So yeah, well, I thought that was cool. Wait. I just wait. Right. Yeah, only you ain't seen there, nothing right. yet, baby. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm giving them some free business. Go by the Donald Trump store, just uh, there outside of Bandera. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. You tell him I'm coming, <laughs> and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. <laughs> the only woman who's going to listen to you. Tell your smart speaker to stream KTSA. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I want to talk about the COVID trip here coming up momentarily. I had a couple of developments about COVID. And, and later on also, uh, I just saw a story that James Trevino had posted about an asteroid. Uh Posted a story from from the Jerusalem Post about an asteroid that's going to be a near miss here on planet Earth. And they give us a metric for how big this thing is. And we'll talk about that happy crap coming up in a little bit. Let's take a phone call here. Here's John. John, how you doing? Um, I'm doing real fine. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> My that son had you- never seen uh, Tombstone, so we ended up watching it uh, Saturday night. Uh, hadn't seen it in a while. What a great flick, man. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic, my favorite. Uh, but um, I had a couple things here. We've got to stop referring to the Wuhan virus as a pandemic. It was a bioweapon attack. Yes, I and agree. Also, the people that you refer to as morons can also be referred to as stump broke. As what? Stump broke. What does that mean? Uh, well, you'll have to ask uh, a rural resident a rural resident 
<laughs> we know what that means. <laughs> I, I'll look it up. I don't know what it means, but so what? So so in other words, uh, I believe that the release of the pandemic or of the COVID was intentional. Uh, I believe we helped fund it ourselves uh, through Anthony Fauci and this uh, this other group that was donating to the Wuhan lab for for research, by the way, that Barack Obama himself had had banned. And I think it was done for political and economic reasons. I, th- I think China wanted it out there because they were having a real rough time with the Trump administration and their international agreements and imports and exports. Uh, I think political forces within this country wanted it to happen because Donald Trump was just a little too successful as president. And uh, I, I do believe it was intentional. I believe it absolutely. And I think they're trying to do it again. Uh, you're right. Thank you. I love being right. I'm right so very rarely. <laughs> when I go home, man, I ain't right about nothing. <laughs> and I don't mind. I get to be right every now and again on the radio. <laughs> Sorry. Even if you're not, we tell you you are, so well, you feel better about well, yourself. Well, you do, and you guys support me in that right. regard, you know, and I appreciate it. We want I, you to feel really confident do. and in want control. You feel confident and in control, and, yeah. and I'm not in control of anything, really, in my life. Not at all. As long as you're not stump broke, you're okay. What does that mean? We Did you look it up? Well, we, we don't want to we talk can't about say it. on oh, air. No. no. So it's something dirty? Yeah, there's some yeah. sexual connotations there that no. we can't. We can't divulge on the air. I had no idea. I'd Caller's a little that. pervert. I've never. <laughs> our caller was a per- John. You're a perv. Apparently, I've yeah. never heard this phrase before, and I hope I never hear it used again. Did you guys look it up on your corporate uh, uh, computers? Because mine's not corporate. I should have no. looked it up on mine. No, I did. Uh, st- what did he? Okay, I, I don't. no, no, no. Just don't. No, just disregard. Let it go. Hang on, I'm, I got to look it up now. Calmate, tranquilo. I'm, 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 I'm curious, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> just let it go. Be like frozen. Let oh, God. Go. Oh, oh, let it God. go. Dude. Let it go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he said it right there on your show. John. Damn it, John. Well, he's not all that wrong. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid people who believe everything <laughs> CNN tells you. It's not, <laughs> the analogy's not far off. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for uh, edifying me and enlightening me and expanding my consciousness. Now it's a new word that I, I didn't know existed before. Put it in go around ha- saying it all the time, though. <laughs> well, no, I don't think that'll happen, but... Put it in a haiku. No, I, no, I don't think I'll do that either. Well, maybe. Two one zero. It might. It would actually fit into a haiku. Yeah, I was going to say some of the stuff you've written haikus about. This falls into that category perfectly. Well, uh, James, not to bring your predecessor uh, told a joke famously for about ten years that had to do with this particular term, and now it's why it's all coming together for me. He was sick too. Chris did um, that. <laughs> yeah. D- damn it, Chris! You're all sick. Anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, COVID, uh, let's see, Fauci's back in the news. I don't know why that guy's not in an international tribunal uh, up for crimes against humanity, but uh, he's hoping that if the mask and vax mandates come back that people go along with it and abide. I think the word he used was abide. Uh, Meanwhile, Jill Biden's got it, uh, you know, a mild case. Don't worry, the president was tested and he's a okay. 
And, yeah, I honestly believe they're going to try to cheat another election using COVID. And I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to abide. I told you last week. Was it Friday, I think? I've kind of expanded my thinking on, on another round of COVID. No, I ain't doing any of it. <laughs> we, we, we have our own government has done studies in the international community. The masks don't do a damn thing. In any, it, They just don't. And, uh, again, my brother Trey brought this up on Where and Rima. If the vax works so bad, or so, I'm sorry, if the vax worked so well, then why does Jill Biden have it? Uh, how did she get it? I'm not doing any of it, just so you know. How does that make you feel? Here's Kent. Kent, what's on your brain? Kent. Hey, Sean. Hey. Sean. Hey. Yes, I had to get you off speakerphone, man. Yeah, that'll work. Hey, what are you uh, thinking? Uh, well... I'm going to give you a definition, but I'm not going to say it outright as far as stump broke. Yeah, oh, okay. All right, thing. this show's dirty enough. All right, sorry, man. 210-599-5555. You just repeated the thing we didn't want repeated. So I, that, that kind of cancels out your opportunity to say something dirty yourself, sir. So there you go. 210-599-5555. So Trump has that same philosophy as you if you want to hear what he said on that report about the vaccines what's this oh, oh what, what yeah you'll like it okay i'll check it out every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom hear these words we will not comply so don't <laughs> even think about it we will not shut down our schools we will not accept your lockdowns we will not abide by your mask mandates and we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. I love the way he says it, too. He adds that little vocal twist. We will not comply. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's talk station. People voice their opinions. You talk. We listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I think kind of a sad weekend as far as the folks we lost. Gary Wright, 80 years of age, Dreamweaver. You know, I mean, that song, uh, I, I'm not going to pretend that I know anything else about Gary Wright, but that song was part of the whole soundtrack of, of our lives growing up. I, I, I got it, even though we lost him young, 76 is not young, Jimmy Buffett. If, if you're Jimmy Buffett and you got to go, I'm sorry, the last weekend of the summer, is that not poetic? In, in I mean, you know, I'm trying to look at a silver lining here. I mean, the guy had skin cancer, uh, apparently, and, uh, you know, left the stage on the last weekend of the summer. I, I don't know that there's anything that's more representative of who Jimmy Buffett was. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. I mean, my God. Yeah, like in a... Line of his Come Monday song. Right. 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 Oh, my God. That's right. I didn't you think know, about that's the that. first thing. Because Trey messaged me. I don't remember what day it was. Saturday, maybe? Um, messaged me Saturday morning. Right. I said, well, you know, it's. I don't know if it's ironic or not, but he passed away Labor Day weekend. In the second line of Come Monday, he says he's getting ready to go to the Labor Day weekend. God, so, that's weird. I, I forgot about that. And, yeah, I'm not going to say I was a huge fan. I mean, I lived at the beach for a lot of years. You right. hear a lot of Buffett music. People That's who were true. Buffett fans were were huge. They followed him everywhere. Yeah. And uh, what I liked about Jimmy Buffett is he's one of those guys that took a lifestyle 
and turned it into a job, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hunter Thompson used to say this, that find how you want to live and then find a way to make a living doing that. And his whole life was hanging out at the beach and drinking his margaritas and writing his cool songs. And, you know, he the guy could turn a line. I mean, he was a, an excellent lyricist and, and, and poet. They're putting people in that mindset. And, and you know, the guy made happy music for 100 years. Well, you know, you know what's wrong with that? That's what I, you know, when I was talking to Trey over the weekend about it. Because it's it's well known that I'm not a Margarita Bills fan. Right. Song, I, yeah. The song drives me nuts. But, <laughs> you know, if you can take something that you've written 50 years ago, at three minutes of, of, of someone's life and make them totally happy with yes. it for years. Good for you. That's a great you know? yeah, it's a great accomplishment. What, a, what an amazing legacy. Not to, to mention behind. his style of dress uh, uh, afforded <laughs> FM DJs uh, a, yeah, <laughs> a fashion look uh, yeah. for a few generations now. Right. How many FM DJs have you known that walk around 24 hours a day in Hawaiian shirts? I don't know why DJ guys... FM radio guys, I don't know. Love the Hawaiian shirts, but they do. Yeah. My wife took all mine. When we got together and Same burned here. them. Same here, Georgia. Yeah. See, took them. Smart girls. Yeah, smart ladies. Sorry. Uh, and then finally, uh, Steve Harwell, which of Smash Mouth, which I, again, I'm not going to pretend that I was a huge Smash Mouth fan. I knew the hit songs. Right. I thought Walking on the Sun was one of the best songs I'd ever heard when it came out. Yeah. And 56, and his own people said what it was alcoholism. That he, had, he had liver cirrhosis. His liver shut down. His heart, you have heart. I, I know I've had all this stuff. And uh, it's, it's, that to me is just very sad. Yeah. You know, uh, because you know what, baby? It don't matter whether you're earning minimum wage or you're winning Emmys for your music and living the high life. Yeah. The alcoholism can get you. That's true. And, uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking about this, too, that one of the things about alcoholism, uh, and because and, and th- statistically, most people who have alcoholism die from it. Just statistical, statistical reality. Uh, and I'm not trying to disincentivize anybody from getting help if they need help. Uh, but it's the one drug addiction we celebrate as a culture. It's the one drug addiction that destroys people's lives that, yes, there is a certain part about being the odd man out. It doesn't affect me, but, I mean, with drinking, because if you supplanted any other drug for how we treat alcohol and the consumption of alcohol, you'd think people were nuts. Hey, a bunch of people from, from work are getting together uh, later on. We're all going to do heroin. You coming? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nobody would say that. And so a lot of people who are alcoholics... Don't get help. They just don't. And it's sad. It's heartbreaking because you know what? It's a hard way to die. It is, you, it is not quick. It is not, I mean, unless you're in a car accident, God forbid, to apparently go through the physical journey, medical journey, and apparently social journey that this guy went through because he hadn't toured with the band in two years. Right. Was pretty bad. Uh, if you're at that stage where everything's shutting down on you. Mm-hmm. It's, he did not have a good ending. In your, uh, in your early to mid-50s. Early to mid And that's when it's going to start kicking your ass if you've been a lifelong drinker. And so my heart just breaks for him and the family. You know, it's just, it's, it's just sad. There's yeah. just no other way around it. And, you know, if, if you're out there and 
And I will say this. If you have a problem, you know you have a problem. <laughs> you, you know it. You don't need anybody to You don't have to die, man. You, you really don't. You really do not have to die. Uh, you, you, can, you can make it out of that. And it's just it's very sad when, when somebody doesn't. Uh, and again, it doesn't really matter what your bank accounts say or what you do for a living. You know, it's 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 a it's a it's a horrible demon. It it really is. So, without knowing a lot about the guy, other than the songs that were on the radio, you know, my heart breaks uh, for him. You know, I'm real lucky. I'm real lucky, but a lot of people are not. So, God bless. We'll be right back. Mother, Mother Ocean, I have heard you call, wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall, you've seen it all, you've seen it all. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA, uh, five minutes after 10 on a Tuesday. Yes, feels like a Monday. And uh, we got lots of weird crap to make our way through over the next uh, hour. I, I, you know, I want to focus on something that uh, Bill Maher said, uh, hanging out with Joe Rogan. I guess they were, he was on the podcast. And uh, you're, you're seeing more of uh, folks who are classic liberals whether they're hollywood liberals or or whomever that are increasingly coming forward and 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 complaining about what's going on and bill maher said some things i thought were were significant uh in that in this interview he you know said point blank i'm a liberal i've always been a liberal i'm still a liberal but as far as the race trip and the woke thing that's going on now, that ain't liberal. Um, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but he said, you know, if you want to talk about liberalism in the age of Martin Luther King, and you know, Bill Maher's a few years older than me, but we're all roughly the same age. We grew up in the same era, you know what I mean? Came of age in the 70s and 80s. And he was, you know, the, the, the liberalism and the anti-racism stuff that you and I grew up with was all about colorblindness. Yeah? It was all about a post-racial America. Uh, Martin Luther King's dream, and I know I'm a honky talking about this, and I'm probably, I'm probably pissing people off by, by virtue of that, but the idea that I grew up with, and that chances are you grew up with, is that the goal is colorblindness. The, the, the false nature, if you will, of racism as an idea is that skin color and physical stuff about you and me somehow determines something about us, right? For you know, a long time in this country and around the world, for even more vast periods of time, your skin color determined whether you were lazy or not, whether you were trustworthy or not, whether you were smart enough or smart at all, whether you were an actual freaking human being, not just under the law, but in people's minds. 
You know, uh, and and the goal, the evolution, and, and it's a false idea, obviously. My skin color no more determines anything about me than my freaking big toe does. You, anybody else, I, I've always thought racism was, frankly, just a stupid idea. It's a really dumb idea. It doesn't really make any reasonable sense at all, and it shouldn't. And we grew up thinking, well, the goal is to get beyond that. The goal is not to see a kind of person or to make an estimation and then be active on it based upon somebody's skin pigmentation. Uh, Bill Maher on Rogan, the, the goal is not to see race at all. Now, let, me, let me rewind here. Let me, let me go. Quote, you can be woke with all the nonsense that, that now implies, but don't say that somehow it's an extension of liberalism because it's most often actually an undoing of liberalism. You can have your points of view and your positions on these things, but don't try and piggyback on what I always believe, I have always believed, as liberals do, for example, in a colorblind society. That the goal is not to see race at all, anywhere, for any reason. That's what liberals always believe. Now, you know, roll with me for the, on this statement for a second. That's what liberals always believed all the way through Obama going back to Kennedy and Martin Luther King. That's not what the woke believe. They believe race is first and foremost, the thing you should always see everywhere, which I find interesting because that used to be the position of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, we can argue about Obama. I believe Obama, you know, was the biggest race baiter on the planet. You want to bring up Obama. Obama, as the first black president, had an enormous opportunity historic opportunity to really bring people together and really usher us into a post-racial america which is what he really should have done and he did exactly the opposite he made an issue of his skin color of his funny sounding last name typical white folks all that stuff but the overall point that mar is making is absolutely true the goal used to be color blindness, and now race and, and skin color is everything. In fact, me just saying this crap is probably an act of racism by today's metrics, right? Because I'm a white guy, and I should just shut up and not say anything. And because of my white skin, I am inherently invariably a racist. I am genetically an oppressor. But yeah, when, when did that idea go away? When did that idea? When did the idea of not seeing race become a, a bad thing? I, I know it was somewhere between Obama and today, because you know what? I don't remember that crap before Obama. I don't remember before Obama and before this whole new concept of of and warped con- concept, frankly, of being a freaking ally. I don't know at what specifically at what point. You know, being non-racial became a bad thing, but it's stupid. <laughs> it, 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 you know what? Also, don't buy into this whole reverse racism crap. R- racism is racism. You make an estimation of somebody based upon some physicality, or or skin color, or ethnicity, or what have you. You are being a freaking racist. And the left right now are king of the hill when it comes to being freaking racists. 
you can't even say all lives matter now because that's racist. Ron DeSantis is a freaking racist because he called a guy who shot up a bunch of black people in a Dollar Tree a scumbag. And because he called that guy a scumbag, he was not properly addressing the systemic racism that produces scumbags like that. I mean, this is how stupid we've gotten. Holy crap, man. And who who to thunk 20, 30 years ago that I'd ever think Bill Maher was right about anything? But he is. I mean, am I wrong? Isn't color blindness the goal? Isn't that what that whole content of character stuff was about? Now, I'll even take it one step further. I don't believe having prejudicial thoughts themselves to be racist. In other words, we all look at each other and size each other up every single day of our lives. It's it's primal. It's 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 a it's a it's uh, a fact of life that if you're walking down the street, you see somebody coming towards you, whether it's their black skin or their white skin or their funny hair or their non-funny hair or the way they're dressed or whatever, you are making prejudgments. Racism ain't about the initial prejudgmental thought because most people who are decent human beings, once they have that initial prejudgmental thought, do away with it and say, well, that's stupid. I don't really think that way, and I don't treat people that way. Because really, here's what matters. How, how do you treat people? I believe racism is active. I believe racism involves you doing something and treating people in a different way because of your prejudgments. Okay? A truly post-racial America is not, in a sense, doing away with the initial thought It's how we live and how we treat each other and what our laws are based on, our hiring practices, employment, all that stuff. How do we treat each other? And I was raised to treat everybody the same. No matter how much money they have, no matter what their skin color is, no matter any of that other stuff. You know what? They're freaking politics. And yes, it seems to me that the goal should be color blindness and that we, we don't we don't act on that stuff. We don't do stuff based upon our prejudgments. We don't it, 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 because you know what? It, action leads to thought in a sense in this regard, in that if you and I just spend our lives trying to treat each other well, no matter who we are and what we look like, eventually that whole primordial prejudging thing will go away. Because really, the way you're supposed to go about it is you treat people based upon how they treat you and how you treat them. That's what that whole Christian, Judeo-Christian ethic is about. It's damn near impossible now because no matter what you do, you're going to be a racist. No matter how you treat people or how you choose to live your life, it doesn't matter. Okay, your skin color now in America in the year 2023, just a handful of decades after after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, my God. Race is everything. And I am thankful that reasonable progressives, reasonable liberals like Bill Maher, I think I guess you'd call him more of a libertarian. He self-identified in this interview as a liberal. More of those people are coming forward and saying, no, this ain't what I'm about. Don't, don't call yourselves liberals because that, that ain't how I believe. Yeah, you tell me, 210-599-5555. What is wrong with 
with color blindness? What, when did that become a bad thing? Of course, we're also calling people feminists now who argue for the rights of men over women. So I, uh, everything's pretty freaking upside down, if you want my opinion. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Talking about some comments that Bill Maher made on the Joe Rogan podcast. That uh, these folks today who are all about this woke crap and the CRT stuff, don't call yourselves liberals. Because liberalism used to mean, uh, you know, we strive for a colorblind society and now uh, races everything. What do you think? Here's uh, Elvis. Elvis, how you doing? Outstanding for a Tuesday. Let's get busy. Hey, I think <laughs> it all started with uh, initially under uh, Title IX. And then it went up to race-based college uh, entries and so forth. And now everybody wants their own. I want my own black uh, fraternity. I want my own Asian fraternity. I want my own white fraternity. So we're right back to where we started. What was all that for? Well, I agree. It, it, it really, it's, it's evolved even beyond that in that it, it's beyond black and white. Now it's everybody wants to be the member of a minority group, whether they are or they aren't. So we create new minority groups. This whole trans trip and the, you know, two dozen freaking gender designations is all about creating new minority groups and people that people can then claim they're a part of. Uh, so the whole idea of of you know uh, welfare and. Uh, admission quotas for colleges and th- things of that na- nature and hiring quotas has been institutionalized and has become its own occupation in a sense, which was never the intent, or at least it shouldn't have been. So, you know, yeah. now, it, 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 again, either way, and I appreciate the call, we're, we're moving in the opposite direction from where we need to be to deal with racism. And and now we're we're inventing racism where it doesn't freaking exist. And that's what I can't stand. I can't stand any of it, actually. Uh, speaking of not, you know, be, being unhappy with everything, James Trevino. Now, I... I <laughs> who had a weird weekend. We talked about your grandfather clock and your dog. Yes. But his his dog took out his grandfather clock he got to get glass replaced that sucks because they're old and you know i mean the grandfather clock it's going to be hard to find right it will be that's the problem but you posted something on your facebook page (laughs) that i'm just still kind of scratching my noggin over a lot of people are (laughs) this is an article from the jerusalem post and it's quoting uh some stats from the near earth object studies program at nasa There is an asteroid that tomorrow, September 6th, will come somewhat close to Earth. It's not going to impact us. Oh, I didn't see it was tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Oh, wow. Uh, And yet the article describes the asteroid as being the size of 81 bulldogs. (laughs) I can't believe it. First off, James, I'm going to submit to you that this story is going to be famous by the, you know, tomorrow or the next day. Because of this, an Just, asteroid the size of 81 bulldogs is set to zip past the Earth on Wednesday, September 6th, according to... What in the hell kind of metric is that? 81 bulldogs? 
<laughs> the hell does that even mean? Uh, well, how I'll, many wiener dogs is that? Is that like twice as many wiener dogs? How many chihuahuas? Oh no, the, you can't measure asteroids in chihuahuas. What are you, you nuts? I didn't think you could do it with bulldogs. It's what the hell does eighty-one bulldogs look like? Based on the average weight, we're looking at a four thousand five hundred pound asteroid at fifty five pounds per bulldog. Well, can't they just say just like in feet or I know it's Jerusalem, maybe you mentioned the metric system. We'll do anything to not measure in metrics. But you're I mean, eighty one bulldogs. I don't even know what that means, man. I don't know if I should be worried or not. What does eighty one freaking bulldogs look like? And what do you got to be? What kind of grass are you smoking in Jeru- at the Jerusalem Post? What kind of weed are you doing? When you 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 come up with that measurement, are we measuring crap in bulldogs now? That's just so. That's beyond weird, man. I don't even know how big that is. What what did you just say? How you looked it up? What? It's roughly four thousand five hundred pound. Asteroid. Well, how, if a bulldog average weight is fifty five pounds, but how big is? I think we all want to know, like, how big is that? Is that like a football field? Is that see? Normally we do football fields, right? Yep. You know what I mean? See, the Americans don't want to measure. Stuff. It's the size of three football fields. Well, but then you can at least envision in your mind. Even I don't even follow freaking football, and I can go, oh, okay, that's you know, pretty big damn asteroid. It's probably about the size of your studio. About I, the size I could fit eighty one bulldogs in but, there. Who even thinks of that as a way to measure anything, man? Unless you're dealing with bulldog crap. I mean, I. I... It's the size of 81 bulldogs. Maybe the Israelis got a hold of some Palestine Kush. I don't know. (laughs) I've just never seen anything that freaking bizarre, man. What next? You know, I mean, what what do we what what what's the next thing we're going to measure in in bulldogs? An asteroid again? I, look, you guys think I'm making this up? I am being absolutely freaking serious. And the Jerusalem Post, I I, I would assume, in any other regard, is usually fairly. I mean, they're a respected news source, right? It's not the National Jerusalem Inquirer. I mean, it's it's you know, it's. I'm thinking they got to be a freaking decent news source. Don Morgan, I don't know if he saw this. An asteroid, the Jerusalem Post reports, and I mean, how do we have to come up with anything funny to say about this? An asteroid the size of 81 bulldogs uh, is going to go by the Earth tomorrow. Like, how the hell do you measure in, that's even such an odd breed. Like, I could see, like, well, maybe it's Jerusalem Post. You don't want to say German Shepherds. I'm just saying. Oh, no. oh come well, on. I, no. they, they brought it on by saying oh, 81 freaking bulldogs. I'm just, you know. What's wrong with you? Well, why didn't no. they say? Well, no, I'm saying, why didn't oh, they say wiener God. dogs? Why Why 81 well, those, bulldogs? The wiener dogs are German, too. They're dachshunds. Oh, yeah, bad yeah, idea. You're right. Yeah. No dachshunds there. And, and the bulldog, typically, maybe it's French bulldog? I'm just, I don't even know how big a freaking bulldog is. I, I, I've never owned a bulldog. I don't know what they look like. I don't know how big they are. I can't judge the size of a freaking asteroid about to slam into Earth based upon bulldog metrics. How many cows is that? You know, how many rhesus monkeys makes up, you know, uh, the same, takes up the same space as 81 bulldogs? My last girlfriend was three flamingos tall. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, holy crap. Oh, man. Now that I can you understand. Know, well, I, 
an asteroid the size of your, uh, you know, of your divorce documentation. I, I don't know. Right. But when I first saw because Jimmy posted it, and that's where I saw it first. Right. And then I thought perhaps it was like the onion or one of those. It's real, know, man. Or I thought, well, maybe it's an old David Letterman thing. Because that sounds like something that he yeah. would have come up with oh, back in does. his time. Right, right. You know, 81 canned hams or something. <laughs> but, but then I looked at it, and I'm like, what? How? 81 bulldogs. It's a very specific breed of dog. Not 82. Yeah. Don't you dare say this is an 82 bulldog-sized you know, asteroid. But, but by the time it gets here, with the force that it's <laughs> flying through the uh, you know the universe, it could be down to 79. You know, it's only a couple like of three, bulldogs could pawn off on the way out. It's here. only like three Great Danes, you know? <laughs> What are you drinking over there at the Jerusalem Post? <laughs> Eighty-one bulldogs. Ooh. What are you? What are you drinking? And where can we get some? Yes. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. There's never any FOMO with the iHeartRadio app. You won't ever have to miss out on your favorite shows and contests with this radio station again. Radio twenty four seven three sixty five. We're here when you want us. Stay connected and listen anywhere when you download the free iHeartRadio app. Get smart with your smart speaker. Watch that tone with me, Buster. Just tell your smart speaker to play KTSA. Now streaming on your Amazon Echo. Yeah, man. 1038 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm John. I'm John. myself. Danny, hang on. I'm going to go to the phones here in a second, but I, I want to bring up something. It's kind of an icky story, but I, I, I want to bring it up in regards to media coverage. Uh, and and what stuff gets covered and what stuff doesn't get covered. First off, if you know, as far as Texas, uh, national media is not covering the fact that we still have tens of thousands of people crawling, you know, just walking across the border, sometimes crawling. Uh, we're going to hear about Ken Paxton constantly. You 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 know, if you're watching the national media, you're hearing about Ken Paxton and his legal issues. You got mountains of freaking evidence right in front of you that your current president is as corrupt as the day is long and his family and himself have been enriching themselves financially for uh, several generations now. But Ken, Ken's got to go. I, and when it comes to the whole Ken Paxton thing, it's, it's really hard to separate the political bullcrap from the reality of it. If he did something wrong and something illegal, well, then he should have to pay the price for it. But it's really, my cynicism is so profound at this point. I don't know what's bullcrap and what's real. And I got, I got another example of this. Were you aware that on Texas, uh, that on Friday, uh, Texas, uh, a Texas law went into effect that gets rid of the taxes on feminine hygiene products and baby stuff? I'm going to say the word, it's called menstrual equity because there are women who suffer from period poverty. These are all terms that are were used in the discussion leading to the crafting of this law. Greg Abbott signed this law. It went into effect on Friday, and I'm not anti, you know, as Trey said, you know, any getting rid of any taxes I think is a good thing. I mean, I, I, I don't like taxes. <laughs> I think a lot of it is robbery. It's thievery. So, uh, cool. But did you hear about it? No, you didn't. You didn't hear anything about this. Uh, I, I did manage to watch a little bit of news over the Labor Day weekend, and, of course, 
yesterday I went full bore into you know watching the coverage. I didn't hear I don't think I heard a single national story about the fact that Texas just just did something that a lot of progressives have been fighting for in this country and not a peep, man. No taxes on on any menstrual products. Also, no tax no sales tax in the state of Texas as of Friday on baby bottles, diapers, there's about, I don't know, a couple of dozen other states or, I don't know, maybe a dozen states that have done this already. But you would think this would be a big story, right? Well, Texas is, has done this now for women and for, for parents, for young parents. So they it's a little cheaper for them to buy their diapers. Nothing. Why? Because the national media and, and, and folks on the left in general despise Texas. And they hate Texas so profoundly <laughs> that even when Texas does something that ordinarily liberals would be celebrating, they can't bring it up. Now, I, I don't, I'll be frank with you or honest with you, I don't lie awake at night thinking about menstrual products. I'm just, I just, I, I don't. I know that may be shocking. But from the progressive, from the leftist, from the Democrat perspective, yeah, and, and, and their freaking rhetoric. This is something they would want. This is something that normally they would celebrate. You're not hearing anything about it. Isn't that interesting? Let's go to uh, Danny Boy. Danny, how you doing? Hey, Sean. I love your show. God bless you. I, <laughs> I have. You're nuts. I love you. Thank you. I love you too, man. Come on. Give me a little hug. Give me a little hug. I love you. Man. I love you. I love you, man. 81 Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, 81 Bulldogs. I love you, I love you, 45 Bulldogs. What's that? Hey, 81 Bulldogs is 4,500 pounds. That's about the size of a Suburban. <laughs> These are big Bulldogs. Apparently. I don't know. I don't even know what the average size of a freaking Bulldog. We're talking about the, the Jerusalem Post put out an article. We're going to have an yeah. asteroid. You know, come a little too close to Earth tomorrow, and the Jerusalem Post described it as being as large as 81 bulldogs. Right. What Which does that mean? Is 40, they say it's 4,500 pounds. Well, that's about the size of a Suburban. Oh, you mean all together? Yeah. It's like a minivan. Why not just say it's as yeah. big as a minivan? We'd all well, know exactly what you're true. talking about. But they say we missed one last week. How many bulldogs was that one? <laughs> <laughs> it was slightly larger than the Leaning Tower of Peace. <laughs> well, that's a lot of bulldogs, man. That's a big-ass asteroid. Not. We didn't hear about that one? We missed it. It came out of the sun, just like oh. the Messerschmitt in World War II. <laughs> oh. well. They missed it, and it came close. And they say it was actually bigger than the impact object that created the meteor crater in Arizona, which I've been to. It's impressive. I, You know, I don't really sit around and think about stuff slamming into the earth too much because it could happen at any freaking moment. Bingo. <laughs> you Bingo. know, and so I, I, I've got this really nice place where I don't worry about crap I can't do anything about. And something slamming into the earth is something I really can't do much about. I, I think we need I plans. I, I don't mind us, you know, Bruce Willising it and, and coming up with a plan that if we see something very large coming towards us, it is going to slam into us. Maybe we'll have a 
some kind of thing we can do to try to knock it off. Remember a couple of years ago they did an experiment where they shot some kind of probe or something into an asteroid, like a, a, a chunk of an asteroid, just to see if it would have an it would have some kind of effect on its trajectory. I I'm fine with that sort of research. Absolutely. But as far as something the size of 81 Bulldogs slamming into the earth with a leaning tower apiece, I don't I don't think about it too much. Oh, but I forgot the one the one that was as big or bigger than the leaning tower. They didn't know about it until after it had passed the earth. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Sean. I love you too, man. I you know that's we'll miss that one. That's not really a good thing. Then again, if something the size of the Leaning Tower of Pisa was going to slam into Earth, there's not much you can do about it. I mean, I'm going to assume that's an extinction-level event, you know? <laughs> we can maybe weather a few bulldogs slamming into the Earth, but we can't, we can't handle something the size of a freaking building slamming into the Earth. And I'm a little taken aback that we didn't know about it, that it wouldn't slip by. Oops. My bad. I was looking at the wrong scanner. 210 Hey, coming up next, we'll talk about Salma Hayek's boobs. All right. Uh, Salma Hayek's breasts were in the news again over the weekend. Three bulldogs. That's it. They're at least three dog, three bulldogs each. <laughs> or would they be, would that be like 19 chihuahuas? 210 Stay out of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Another story over the weekend that we missed. This is big news. Big news, okay? Saturday was Salma Hayek's 57th birthday. And uh, she says in a in a in a post, uh, uh, I guess it's still Twitter. I don't know. And she's happy to be alive. She's blessed. <laughs> Selma Hayek. She's just so happy to be fifty-seven, and she celebrate. She's celebrating being fifty-seven by showing her boobs. Uh, you know, I'm not against that sort of thing. I mean, she's she's took took a picture in a pool somewhere in a string bikini. It's got the girls hanging out. And, uh, and, and, and she writes in the post, and let me just read this word for word. What, what is missing here in this post? Uh, and not the picture, not the image, because, well, there they are. I mean in the post. I'm so happy to be alive and so profoundly grateful for all the blessings. My beloved family, my precious friends, my health, my work that keeps me going, my empowering team. My relationship with animals and nature. And the love of all my loyal fans. Happy 57th birthday to me. She didn't mention her boobs. I mean, she didn't give thanks for her breasts. I, and I'm just saying, since she's going to put them out. No, I, I, I don't mind women showing their breasts. I'll be honest with you. I normally support that kind of behavior. But isn't it getting a little boring with Selma? Do you know? I mean, she, puts them, she pulls them out if it's Thursday. You know what I mean, Selma? We we've seen him, baby. It's we got we got it. But she should have at least thanked her bus line in her list of things that she's happy for because she's obviously very happy about her breasts. And I'm not saying we're, that we're all not. I mean, we all are kind of happy about 
Well, gravity doesn't seem to be taking hold of that chick. She's awfully short, though, so the the gravitational pull on her breasts is not as uh, intense as it might be for a taller chick. I'm just saying, we get it, Selma. We get it. I, you know what I mean? This, I'd rather, if she's going to do it, which, again, I'm not adverse to her showing her breasts off, all right? They are fascinating breasts. I mean, Salma Hayek's <laughs> got some magnificent boobage. I mean, she really does. They're swell, you know? They're fun to look at, you know? Right. But I'd rather she just take a picture of her boobs and go, here's a picture of my boobs. Yay, my boobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't try to, you know, swaddle it in some pious crap about how thankful you are and i thank you for my job and my friends you know if you're gonna show your boobs on your birthday then say hey, i'm really thankful for my boobs <laughs> they really kind of separated me from the herd you know i really i i really did i you know she's an okay actress i mean the uh, the uh what was the movie where she played the painter? Uh, uh, I just went blank on it. Frida. Well, I'm thinking about her boobs. Oh, when she played Frida Kahlo. I mean, she's a she's a very good actress. Right. But don't tell me that you're, you're not happy your boobs are there too, because you show them off all the time. I'm. I'm she's not showing off her acting skills. I'm trying to figure out what it is you're trying to say. I I'd rather uh, uh, you don't you don't mind when she shows them, but, but she yet, does it's it all the time. It's not you when she shows them. It's like having Christmas seven days a week. It's just not special anymore. Okay, it's like seeing Britney naked on a horse. Like you know, you've seen that a thousand times. It's not innovative. So your I'm point just is, saying, maybe put them away once in a while, Salma, so it goes back to being special. Let's just clarify. Your point is, go ahead, the Salma Hayek, <laughs> by showing her breasts on X on a daily basis. Well, you don't think it's a special occasion? I, I'm just well. No, it's it's commonplace see, now. This is I'm, why we are never going to vote for Sean Rima for anything. Well, ever. Oh, we can have Hallmark movies in June because it's halfway through the year, but right, we can't we can have, have her Christmas gifts. I'm just gift saying birthday, she shows she's, she's always in a string bikini. When is that chick fully clothed? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see my point at all? You know what I mean? Like, I, I had this I long don't... thing about how blessed she is. Yeah. Let me, okay, here's the dealio. And this is totally misogynist, and I don't care. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. If, if 90% of the pictures you take of yourself involve your boobs, the pictures are about your boobs. It's not about you hiking. Mm-hmm. It's not about your birthday. Right. It's not about the new job you got. It's about your boobs. This picture is about Salma's boobs, and I wish you would just say, Happy birthday to my boobs. I'm blessed to have the boobs I have. Well, That's why I'm were, showing them to you. Maybe they were installed at a later date. Uh, no, they might no, have been. No, I don't know. No, no, they're, they're real. They're How do you know? There's no aftermarket going on there? You don't think she got a little money in her pocket and no, no, no. got a little... She's, she's had him the whole well, time. how do you know? Because I've been following her career forever. <laughs> You've been Ew. following her breast forever. You're so dirty. <laughs> Jimmy. I'm, he's oh. dirty, and I'm, making, I'm turning a whole segment, in, uh, de- you know, devoting an entire segment to her breasts. Yeah. Well, the second half of the segment will be a little bigger than the first half. Because <laughs> one's always a little bigger than the other. Oh I'm just saying... Instead of saying, happy birthday, me, which I think is personally kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody saying, happy birthday to me. You ever see those people on Facebook that are like, it's my birthday month, yeah. and I'm going to remind you every single freaking day for 30 freaking days, it's my freaking birthday. You know, it's kind of that, it has that, I'm kind of being hit like that, you know, by her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> 
And don't think I haven't we thought about that on so occasion, lucky. all right? We should. I'm just saying, instead of saying happy birthday to me and I love my family and I'm so blessed with my health and my work, I think she should at least acknowledge the fact that she's showcasing her breasts right. by saying in the post, I'm so thankful for my breasts. They've really worked well for me. But you know you, what I mean? Are you, are you logging onto the internet every day seeking these out? Is no, but you can't. Have, it's a news story. I got this on Fox News. Well, there you I go. I didn't go to Pornhub to get this. I got you this on Fox to. News. Have you watched Fox? We have it on here every day. It's there, borderline. That's, there's, there's a <laughs> reason the why they thing. call it Fox News. Have you noticed that every day they have at least one story that involves a, a naked celebrity chick, some chick who's naked right. or swinging it around or yeah. whatever? I'm not adverse to Salma Hayek showing her breasts. I'm just saying you, you think it's getting a little ordinary at this point. Instead of every day, maybe every other day. Maybe once a month, you know? It's yeah. just it's not special anymore, man. That's all. Right. That's all. Oh, look, Salma Hayek's in a string bikini. Oh, boy. Fun to look at, yes. See, I'm just saying a little monotonous. I don't even pay attention unless you talk about it. it then I I'm, have to go look. I, I try to bring up the news that isn't covered on the air, that, right. that, that the great <laughs> news machine news is ignoring. News is not the only thing uncovered, I can tell you that right and, now. And they're not ignoring Selma. This is a Fox News story today. She tweeted this. But yeah. menstrual equality gets skipped <laughs> over. Nobody <laughs> mentions period poverty at all and what Texas has done to right. fight menstrual you know to to strike a blow for menstrual equity but we know what selma's boobs look like that's life in america thank you james thanks elaine don morgan my good brother trey where spread the love don't be a jerk bye